When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for keeping it. Uh, listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Do we got a lot to get to here with Jason Shear? I am Mike Luke. Back the A. We're going to talk a ton of conference realignment here. You have my word on that. That is what we are going to do. But we still got to talk about Arizona. Football got a huge, huge commitment today from DeMond Williams, four-star quarterback out of Phoenix. And let's just be honest here, Shear. Jed Fish can recruit. Jed Fish uh, can get the kind of players that he wants, even when it appears that they're going to go to Ole Miss or an SEC school. Yeah, this is a big pickup. And, and to Arizona's credit, uh, they never stopped recruiting Williams. And the ability to land a player – like him uh, is it's just it's impressive. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Arizona has two four stars, a five star. It's recruiting like Arizona has never recruited before. Right, and look at this: the last two guys they brought in four star QBs, totally different. Braden Dorman, Demond Williams, and I know talking with some people at South Point that they uh, both said that uh, Demond Williams was the best player that they've gone against in the last couple of years. It's going to be an interesting quarterback room right there, Sheer, because assuming if JDL moves on, you got Noah Fafita, you got Demond Williams, you got Braden Dorman. Uh, I like the chances of one of those three being good. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume that Fafita's going to start the real competition probably begins in a couple of years between Dorman and Williams um, after you, but you, you never know things happen, but um, man, Arizona's quarterback depth is, is as good as it's been. And I don't, I couldn't, how many years, Mike? Uh, honestly, maybe the Nick Foles, Matt Scott. I yeah, mean, I mean, gone are the days of Gerard Randall being your backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys that can't even throw it. Yes, so that's kind of where we're at with that. We're going to talk a ton about it. And let's be honest here. It's an attractive spot right now. It's an attractive spot because Jed Fish can recruit. Jed Fish can bring in wide receivers. He's shown that the offense can be good. If you're a quarterback, I don't know why you wouldn't want to be here. Yeah, I mean, he's shown that, like, it's a pass-happy, heavy offense, and you're going to put up numbers. And if you're DeMond Williams, you're either going to the Big 12 <laughs> where um, you'll still face some pass-happy teams or you're staying in a weak Pac-12 and you'll put up numbers. And I don't think you have to play came up at all, but um, the reality is that in the Arizona system, wherever it's going to be playing, it's, it's going to be able to put up some numbers here. Right, and we said don't forget Ryan O'Hara. Don't forget guys like, uh, I'm trying to think here, Richard Kovalchek, Chris Heavner, players of that ilk as well, Jason Shear. They are everywhere. I was a student, I was a student during the uh, the Nick Costa days. Nick Costa? Oh, I'm, I didn't think you would know Nick Costa. Good job. Remember, was it UCLA where he had like the 90-yard run? And he never played again. And then like he did nothing the rest of the game, and that was the end of his career. I was Nick a student during – that was my – my freshman year, I think. What state did Nick Costa come from? He's Oregon, isn't he? Good job right there. Speaking Come of on. Oregon, we're going to get back to DeMond Williams, but 
Again, we got to talk conference realignment. That is all the news. That is all the buzz. It's very rare that a four-star quarterback commit to, to the U of A goes on to the back burner a little bit. But for now, Stuart Mandel is, uh, and it's been uh, put out there, so I don't really need to uh, quote anybody. But that's uh, why I was. That's why I was laughing when the podcast started. I, jerk. I, I couldn't. I. I, I was. I, we're going to have media numbers here. George Klievkov is finally going to present a media deal more than a year after this all came about. Um, first of all, it is baffling to me that we are at this stage where we are still talking about a media deal a year and a half after and after Colorado already leaves. My guess is it's going to be this. Hey, guys, we got a deal here. Um, we can get some money here. It's not probably good enough, but if we go over here and we work this out, this could maybe happen. I expect it to be a lot of extenuating circumstances, not necessarily actually a real deal like the rest of the conferences have here. Yeah. And, and from what I understand from a, a very good source before it went on it, and you know this already, there's going to be almost no linear aspect to this deal. Right. Whatever he presents is going to be very, very heavy streaming. Um, the rumor is that there could be some sort of, like you alluded to, like an escalator clause, which is, oh, well, if we get certain ratings, we're going to get this much money. I would be shocked if the president's agreed to the deal that is presented tomorrow. Yes. And I honestly, I think they all know what's coming. I mean, we've we've had some pretty good sources here on the uh, uh, on this front and everything is pretty much played out to a T to this point um, where. Um, you know, and I was told a year ago by somebody who would know that he said, Mike, there's just not going to be any money here. After the Big 12 signed that deal, that was taken away. There's not going to be that money there. And so far, that's turned out to be the case. And I guess my the best point that you could make as to why there is no deal is that you had a year plus and you weren't able to get a deal done or you weren't even able to present anything until um, until basically Colorado said, yeah, we're tired of this. We're out the door right now. I don't even know if a deal's being presented, right? Like for all we know, it's just more valuations. How the the thing I don't get is Colorado left. They had a meeting on Thursday. It went horribly, right? Yeah. It is now Monday, and George is saying that tomorrow numbers will be presented. In what world over a weekend was he able to get numbers that were presentable and good? The difference between Thursday and Tuesday. If the numbers were good enough, Colorado wouldn't have waited until Tuesday. Well, by the way, I got a, a phone call from somebody uh, before we went on here today that uh, I'll tell you a little bit about afterwards. So I got some ideas on this, but I don't expect hard numbers to actually be put out. And what I mean by that with hard numbers, and again, who knows, maybe it all changes, but I expect it to be something. And again, I'm just going to use Apple as an example right here. I'm not saying that it's Apple, but I'm going to use Apple as an example that, okay, guys, we can get 22 million per school with Apple having 90, uh, 90% rights to it. And if this this works out that it might open up a few other avenues here to get four or five million here. I don't believe that it's going to be a hard and fast deal that will be presented. And I don't believe that the uh, school presidents and athletic directors believe that that's going to be the case either. And quite frankly, I don't know that that should really surprise anybody. Now, who knows? And we'll, we've said this. For, go ahead. No, my theory is that Robbins told George, and this is just a theory. I don't know this for a fact, but Robbins told George, present me numbers. Yeah, I think it's no what they are. Present me numbers now. I also think that the Colorado, we're going to get to Colorado and the incessant bashing of Colorado now, which we uh, correctly predicted would occur. Um, but 
I think that uh, I think Colorado was I don't think that George Klievkoff thought that the Colorado Buffalo would call his bluff. I really don't. Um, I think that they thought that, you know, our, what is called, what are the Colorado Buffalo really going to do with all of this? You know, um, they haven't been good since they've been here. Um, do they really want to leave to a lesser conference? And by the way, we're going to get to those academic snobs here in a few minutes, but I don't think, I think, I don't think that they thought Colorado would call their bluffs here. No, I, I would agree with that. And, and I think it's pretty obvious based on what George said in media day, right? No right. one's going. We're all stuck together. And look, I get that's what he has to say, but there's ways to say things without saying things. And uh, you have a very nice neck there, Mike. Very sure, nice keeps neck. talking. I got my pen just fell off the table. And I just think that um, you know he probably thought that Colorado would wait until the deal was presented. But we know what happened last Thursday after Colorado left. I'm not the only one reporting this. There were Pac-12. Look at Canzano's mood in today's article. Right. It is wildly different. Last Thursday was bad. Right. And so it's like, how could you think that schools aren't going to go? And now I think George knows. He goes, oh, man, this is real. Okay, I'll present something. And he's going to try to buy time. I would be – I just can't see how a deal is being presented. But by, by the way, that you, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned Canzano. Generally, and, and we uh, we make uh, we uh, we give Canzano a lot of uh, a lot of garbage around here, mainly because um, I view him as differently than everybody else out there when reporting this. The people that have been wrong, but normally he's very uh, he's very I don't want to say quick witted. That's a compliment. He's very just snarky to people that disagree with him on everything. If you read his article today, it was very much of a it was sure it was probably the first time when he wasn't bad mouthing the people that didn't think there will be a media deal. So I don't like Canzano. I think I'm on record. I don't think that's a surprise. So a lot I didn't of like times, him first, though. I didn't like him before you, correct? So a lot of times, that's true. What I'll do is I'll send the article to someone that may like him or is neutral. And I'll say, hey, tell me what you think of this, and then I'll tell you what I think of it. And I, and I sent it to a national radio guy. You know who it is. And he said, oh, man, this is different. Like, this dude is totally setting up for Arizona to leave. He's already talking about what teams will backfill if Arizona does right. leave. I mean, because the reality is, and even Canzano said it, you're telling me that a media deal was constructed in 48 hours? On top of that, let's talk about this as well. I want to talk about the, the leaking of information like this. By the way, 200 live views right now. Keep it going right now. But Sheer, if I told you about BetMGM, though? Uh, yes, but please tell me more. All right, here's the deal. BetMGM. They got all kinds of good stuff going on right here. And the big thing is, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out all the show notes for details. We are backing the A right here to the fullest. We have said nonstop that Arizona is going to win over four and a half games. We, I think the uh, listeners out there have actually pushed this up to five. So, again, get in there, Bet MGM. Let's hear the disclaimer from uh, Mr. Shane Diefenbach. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. 
All right. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate you. Um, now, with uh, Colorado, let's get back to Colorado here for a second because I find this interesting. This was the most predictable thing ever that would happen. There was absolutely no talk bad-mouthing Colorado whatsoever when it looked like they were going to stay in the conference. Now that they're out of the conference, well, what did they really provide? They haven't really done anything for us. Dion won't be there long. It's just... We're in a day and age in media where media now has become, and again, I'm not talking about somebody like myself that's just back in the A or even, oh, you know what? I'm not going to throw Sheer in there. But people that are supposed to be like national sorts are clearly have a vested interest in, um, uh, clearly a vested interest right here, Sheer, and being that. What did you say? Sheer, what did you just text me? <laughs> no, I can't read it out loud. Okay. Uh <laughs> Go ahead. But no, uh, Twitter's, Twitter's on fire right now, Mike. By um, the way, I just want to point out that the Pac-12 meeting is in the morning. It will be taking place at the exact time that Arizona's football media day is taking place. That is fantastic. And sheer, I, that, that's just how things work like that. Um, uh, but that goes to show me, too, that there really is no – there's no credibility with any of this because there was no bashing of Colorado until Colorado left. Now it's – well, we can get a lot better play, uh, things in Colorado. Yeah, it, it, and, you know, it was so predictable. I even tweeted the day before. I go, okay, here's the next step. You're going to see people say San Diego State's better anyway. Then they're going to move to SMU and Colorado State. And, look, if Arizona leaves this conference, which is looking more likely by the day, they're right. going to move on from Arizona too and say, oh, what's the difference between SMU and Arizona? Dallas right. market is bigger than Tucson, blah, blah, blah. They're going to do that. And if ASU leaves, it gets a little harder because of the Phoenix market, but they'll find a way. It's the Oregon and the Washington that eventually these guys will say, oh, we can't do that. But when Arizona leaves, they're going to crap on them. They've already started a little bit. And we'll know tomorrow when Kenzano puts out a tweet like, oh, what's the – I mean, he did in his article. He's talking about what schools to backfill. Colorado right. State is in Arizona in no right. way, shape, or form. Right. All right. Now, here's the thing, though, with uh, with the conference. You know, I talked about this yesterday and we even got your new friend T.J. Altimore to agree with this. But uh, the Pac-12, the reason we're in this situation is very, very simple. These Pac-12 presidents and the rule makers are snobs, not all of them, but there is a good percentage of them that are just flat out snobs here. And that's, uh, again, not all of them, um, but. Look at Cal, look at Stanford. I put that out there. Cal does not care about sports. Nobody in this conference believes Cal cares about sports. Stanford has Jared Haas still coaching there after eight years. That doesn't happen in other conferences. So you got those two. Then you got Michael Crow, who we're going to get to in a second, who was Larry Scott's biggest defender and who also doesn't care about sports. These are the kind of people that we're talking about here, Sheer. Yeah, the, it, it's just not important. And that's one of the reasons why me and you are pro Big 12. It's like right. because you want to be in a passionate conference. Um, I know Pac-12 fans, or sorry, people that went to Pac-12 schools that couldn't care less about sports. More right. so than probably any other conference of fans I've been associated with. It's just Michael Crow could not care less. Cal doesn't care. I pointed out that Stanford doesn't care, and someone pointed out the Director's Cup. But those schools, th those sports don't make money. Football right. and basketball make money, and and it, it, it's just it's it's a shame. And and again, it goes back to the presidents. That's you can blame Larry Scott, you can blame George, but the presidents have done no favors for anyone. 
Right. The, the presidents have done no favors. And that's also, too, why I'm not letting them off the hook. And again, I'm not talking about our guy, Bobby Robbins, because Bobby Robbins likes sports. And we've talked about this a ton, Sheer, and he gets beat up a lot because people are oh, always Bobby Robbins front row and center. I don't care what his purpose is. I just know that he likes being at these events. And you know what? If it's because he likes being seen, I couldn't possibly care less. You're not going to see Michael Crow in those type of environments. And that's why we're lucky to have Bobby Robbins back in the A. Yeah, I don't care where he sits for games. I never <laughs> if I, I can tell you right now, if I was the president of a school, and then obviously I'm a sports fan, I'd be at every possible game center court. Why right. wouldn't you? you why wouldn't you? you? Seen, everyone knows he wants to be seen. And I'd rather him. I don't care. That doesn't bother me. Right. Well, also, too, with uh, with uh, with Robbins as well, I've never understood why a president, again, I get the academics is the mission. I totally understand all of that. But I've never understood why a president would want to be part of something where you have to put up with the sporting aspect of it. Because, again, at the end of the day, that's still a huge aspect. If you look at, let's say, Duke is a quasi-elite academic institution, correct? Oh, yeah. All right. There's been polls that have put out for undergrads is, why did you want to come to Duke? And normal, normally, you would with these schools, you would say, oh, it's academics. It was something like 45% was because of the basketball program. So sports matters here, and this is what these dudes don't get. I, I, they don't get that, like, it, it, forget the numbers. Right. Like sports, sports brings in X amount of money. It means so much more than that. It is. Right. It is. Again, we've gone back. You don't sit around with your friends talking about your, your degree. You no. talk about your sports teams. You, you have pride. You, Hey, when I was a student, like we were just talking, I still remember my first college football game as a student at Arizona. And I'm sure there's plenty of people. We know people that as freshmen, when you're, when you go to a school, especially at Arizona, these kids don't know, even know who the starting quarterback is, but they go because they're rooting for their school. Right. It means something to people to have your school, generally most people, to have your school good at a sport. And that may not be directly related to financials, but it means something, and these guys just don't get it. They don't get it, and they're never going to get it. And I think that's what's so uh, great about all of this is that, is that Colorado, again, I'm going to keep coming back to this. This was a power move by Colorado. They called your bluff. You didn't think that they would do it. And like Canzano said, and I can't believe I'm quoting Canzano, but like you said, or other people said, you really mean to tell me that you're going to get a deal within the la that you didn't have last week in the next 9 48, 96 hours? This isn't how media deals drag out, Sheer. Yeah, I mean, it, it just... I think he's going to present the best he has. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, and, and like you said, you're, you're skeptical if it's going to be hard numbers. I actually think it, it might be hard numbers, but they're not going to be good. And he's just right. going to be like, look, guys, this is what I have right now. We're probably not going to agree to it. But, um, you know, it, it's. I think, it, you, know, you know what, it, you know what I think it's going to be like? It's going to be a lot like those incentive laid in contracts that like people sign that, you know, like the, uh, the power hitter that lost his foot, but still has a little bit of pop in his bat. And they're like, well, I don't know. That's probably not a great example, but, and they're saying, well, if you do this, then you can do this. That's what I'm expecting to see there. I am very curious about that. Let's talk about the fit though in the big 12, but first all of our big 12 friends out there that are listening Get ready to hear a lot more about Circle K's in your neck of the woods right here. Sheer, when was the last time you went to Circle K? Uh, it's been a little bit. I'm shocked there's no Circle K's in Tahoe, by the way. I have I, not seen one Circle K. I've Googled it. There is not one Circle K in Tahoe. 
Yeah, I know. Trust me. And I'm I'm not happy about it. All right. But here's the deal. Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff at Circle K. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Head to CircleK.com. Find the one nearest you. Rob Whitworth, you're making fun of my hat. I love this hat. This hat will be with me until it falls off. I almost forgot it, though, on the way. Um, now, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit now about, excuse me, where Arizona, Arizona and the fit in the Big 12. And I think Saul Bookman put this really well when he said, Arizona's a natural fit in the Big 12. You've got a passionate fan base that cares about sports, and it's not run by a bunch of academic snobs, Sheer. I would say that the two best fits for the Big 12 are the two most likely to go, right? I think Colorado was a good fit, location, overall atmosphere, things like that. And I think Arizona is a very natural fit. It's it's just very – it's like you mentioned, there's no academic snobbery at Arizona. It's very different than the other Pac-12 towns for the most part. Um, you know, it's – it, it just feels different. Like, like I, I really do think it would be figuring it all happens. It would be a seamless transition to the big 12 in terms of fans and members and all that. I think as far as comparisons go, I think Arizona and Kansas is actually a fairly good comparison. Now, again, I'm not going to Arizona basketball. We love our Arizona basketball. Obviously it's not obviously Kansas, but that doesn't mean that Arizona fans are any less passionate about, you know, their product right there. And Arizona and Kansas, to me, from an academic perspective, from a strategic sports perspective, from a fan perspective, there's a lot of similarities here. And I think there's a lot more similarities there between the, and than there are in the Pac-12, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it's just like and, – and and can we get rid of the whole uh, this city is a truck stop or whatever? I don't care about the other cities in the conference. Right. Why do, why do we care? And And – Look, there's probably more cities that are closer to Tucson than than you know the Pac-12. Like Tucson and Berkeley, not the same. Tucson and LA, not the same. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it just it, you know it, in Tucson and uh, Lawrence, Kansas, probably pretty s- more similar. Like you were mentioning, it's there's more similar places and atmospheres and and just overall perspective on things. Uh, with Tucson and the Big 12. The truck stop conference is another reason that we are also here. Thank you for bringing up the truck stop conference. I know how people think it's great. Oh, 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 truck stop conference, this and that. Dude, that's why the Pac-12 is in the position it is. Because let's be honest here. There's a lot of schools in this conference that don't hold water to uh, what a lot of Big 12 schools have done on the field, on the court. I mean, you look at it again. I used Kansas, Baylor. Baylor won a national championship. By the way, you were wrong on Scott Drew. You will continue to admit you were wrong on Scott Drew. Yeah, that's fine. I like Scott Drew. Baylor, then they finished in the top 12 three different times in the last 12 years with three different coaches. So it shows that that's sustainable. You're adding in Houston. Excuse me. And all the other uh, uh, kind of peripheral schools. And again, don't get get mad uh, at me on this one right here. But they're all good at stuff too. And... If you're bad, there are no Jared Haas situations there. There's no school in the Big 12 that is going to let you be under 500 for eight straight years without firing you, Sheer. Yeah, it's just – I mean, we, we said it like it's – if it's Tommy Lloyd for the next X amount of – what was it? Five years, had a losing record, he'd be right. fired. Guaranteed. Right. No – right? Jared Haas, 
David Shaw, your boy David Shaw. No, not my boy David Shaw. Your boy, your David, boy David, David Shaw. Quote, you told me once punting is winning. Um, David Shaw, I mean, that guy should have been gone. He, he stopped caring. He stopped recruiting. He stopped, you know, it's it's just, it, it's, why are we against passion in the Pac-12? Like, why do Pac-12 fans diss passionate, like, it would be much easier to stay in the Pac-12 if they're passionate fans. And now all you see in the Pac-12 is other schools crapping on each other. Yeah, all right. Let's talk about BYU here because I like BYU fans a great deal here. And uh, all right, by the way, Marlon Shaw, great name, by the way. BYU fan here would be super excited to be in the same conference with Arizona. How many even remember the old days? Sheer, Marlon, you just hit the ball out of the park right there. That's a big 12 dude right there saying that, you know, how excited we would be to join. That doesn't happen in the Pac-12. If the Pac-12, you imagine passionate fan bases say, man, I can't wait for Oklahoma State. It just didn't happen. First of all, Marlon Shaw is a fantastic name. Let's be. Yes, Marlon Shaw is a great name. You missed your calling as an actor (laughs) or a prestigious painter or an astronaut. But either way, thank you, you, Marlon. If you ask Shelby, my wife Shelby, what her favorite Arizona football game is ever, it is the Las Vegas Bowl against Mm -hmm. BYU. Right, because and 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 Arizona played BYU in Vegas. It was super fun because right. BYU fans are very passionate. And if you go to the message boards or Twitter, if you and me, hey Kansas State fan, can't wait to get to the Big Twelve. Hey West Virginia fan, can't wait. Kansas can't wait till we play on a Tuesday night on ESPN. Like what? Meanwhile, the Pac-12 is like, ugh, they <laughs> want to join us. It's like, come on, and that's why we're in the first place. By the way, we got to give John Kurtz is coming on tomorrow. John Kurtz had a great tweet yesterday about Salim Stoudemire calling him Big 12 legend. John Kurtz, that was very funny. That made me laugh a great deal right there. Um, and I know it made Sheer laugh because Sheer even retweeted it when he wasn't retweeting um, when, when he wasn't retweeting uh, uh, Tony Altimore t- uh, tweets. Yeah, John's a good guy. That was a that was a super good tweet. Great. Anytime you could uh, reference Salim Stoudemire against Kansas, that's easy points. We will definitely put that in there, and we will take it out with you. All right, let's talk about then kind of where we see these schools. And again, this is conjecture at this point, but you know what? Conjecture is a lot of fun. Let's talk about some of the schools that we could see. By the way, I don't buy the rumors. Uh, uh, The Big 12 is fully prepared to add uh, four teams total if that's what they can get. There's there. I've been told that by people that would definitely know. Um, now, listen, maybe you stop at two if you can't get uh, power five teams outside of a couple schools, but they're fully prepared to uh, bring in four. And there's no financial issues with that as long as they are power five schools. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it. I've been told the same thing. Sixteen schools. Maybe it gets a little different if no one else says yes. Like maybe Arizona says yes, but now you don't get any power five schools. But I don't see that happening. Um, Sixteen makes the most sense. Uh, you know, once it's out of the power five, you start to get into money conversations. So you never know what the presidents will do. Like, it's one of the reasons I don't think UConn is a lock. I don't think there's support right. bringing a school and from other schools. But maybe George says, hey, look, if I can bring you Arizona and another power five, will you let me add UConn? I, it, something like that. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's I, I, I've heard 16 is a number as well. There's no financial – again, that's in, as Brett McMurphy reported, that's in that contract. By the way, TBO41 fan, appreciate you right here. Uh, let's get this back here real quick. 
All right. As an Arizona alum who moved to the Midwest, I'm excited about getting some Cats games closer to me. Excited for the hopeful move to the Big 12. And like we say, it's not done yet. It's not done till it's done. But, you know, obviously we feel pretty good about the situation and where we're at. Let's talk a little bit about BYU. Then we're going to get back to some of these other schools. Here's what I like about BYU. They're good in football and they're solid in basketball and they're traditionally solid in both. Yes, sign me up for both of those. And you know what? If Utah doesn't like it, that's tough. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> Utah fans are nuts, by the way. Uh, that Utah-BYU rivalry is is real. It is right. real, real. Um, yeah, nothing – BYU doesn't bother me. I've had fine interactions with them. I've never had anybody at BYU come at me, even when we talk a little bit of fun trash when they play. It's BYU doesn't bother me, and if it pisses off Utah, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> All right. Look, speaking of which here and again, this is total conjecture right here, but I could also see this playing out like this. I could see because ASU and Utah are clearly against in their heart of hearts, leaving the Pac-12. What chance do we uh, what chance do we give of um, what chance do we give this of Arizona State, Utah, after Washington, Oregon bounce, which we're going to get to them in a sec- second, saying, "All right, here's what we do: we consolidate around the Big Twelve or the Pac-12, Arizona State, Utah, the Bay Area schools, so we can keep our academic uh, 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 closeness, and then you bring in San Diego State and a bunch of other ones right there. That's what I think they could. I could see them trying to pull that one right there, Sheer. I think there's a very good chance. I've I've always been adamant the Pac-12 is going to get a deal." Right. It's not going to be a good deal, and I don't know who it's going to include, but the Pac-12 isn't going to die. Right. Uh, Arizona leaves, they'll replace them with SMU. Right. You know, they'll be at San Diego State. Uh, and if I'm and I could absolutely see a scenario where Utah and ASU go, oh, you know what? We could win in this conference. Go ahead, bring in Fresno, San Diego State, Boise State, whatever, uh, and we'll be great at football, and, and we're fine. All right, Brad Rich says, by the way, Brad Rich, can't stand people with two first names, as you know. Jacob Franklin doesn't like those people either. All right, knowing what we know now, is George having a non-buyer remorse of not bringing in SDSU a couple of weeks ago? I don't think I don't think the SDSU thing, in hindsight, was ever even real, Sheer. I think that they probably just said, yeah, don't worry. Once we get it done, we'll get you into the conference. And San Diego State took it at face value, and then they found out that there was nothing there. Yeah, it is. I, the, the San Diego State thing is just wild to me. I, right. I think they were just completely uh, lied to. Right. And, and and here's the thing, too. Like, you know, going back to what Kenzano, our boy Kenzano said, that the Pac-12 would just help San Diego State. Where's that money coming from? Not only that, especially, too, when you already owe money, when you already owe $50 million through mismanagement as well. Do you have all this extra money to be able to bid on all these schools? And San Diego State flat out said, we don't have the money. So are you going to say, okay, you pay 17 and we'll take the other 17 and then go to your members and say, I need $2 million each. By the way, you still have to pay Comcast. By the way, it's a $25 million media deal. Like, right. Just- right. By the way, Jose Roman, this could have possibly been a possibility more than a year ago. There is absolutely no chance of this happening now because Brett Yormark, smells and I, I mean this in a good way Brett Yormark clearly smells blood in the water right now if I'm uh if I'm if I've got a, a 3-0 advantage against a pitcher I'm not gonna say hey can you maybe uh we'll we'll play this one out Brett Yormark's going in for the kill right here as he should 
Yeah, there's blood in the water, right? right? As soon as Colorado left and that meeting on Thursday went poorly, there's blood in the water. There is no possibility. If if George called and said, hey, man, I'm thinking about a merger, your mark would laugh at him. But you had your chance. Remember, they right. had their chance years ago when the Oklahoma and Texas situation played out. And Robbins is on record as saying that he's the only president at the time that voted to merge with the Big 12. And think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. You have a president on record, by the way, on record. By the way, I thought that was very interesting, too, that he put that on record. But he was on record saying that I was the only one. And you know why they were opposed to adding it. They're because Oklahoma doesn't have great academics. Yeah, he did it. They didn't want to be associated. And so they let Carol Foyt put the, the kibosh on it. And then she leaves <laughs> as USC right. leave. They got played so badly, the Pac-12. And, you know, look, I you know, I, I know someone that was telling me, like, I think Jeff Schwartz discussed it on his radio show. He blames all this on USC right. more than anyone because USC was the one that left and all that. But, I mean, they're to blame, but there's so many different parties to blame for why Arizona's in this or the Pac-12 is in this position. Well, right. But here's also the thing. that Let's let's talk about SC in a second here. But first, Sheer, the Four Peaks movement. All right, everybody out there that might be watching from Big 12 country, just know that Four Peaks is the official brew of PHNX Sports. And on top of that, Arizona's got big U of, or U of A big men right here. Four guys last year, Julius Tabellis, Umar Ballo, Dylan Anderson, Henry Vasar, who are all part of the Four Peaks movement. And let's just explain real quick. Check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about Oregon and Washington and all of this as well. This is something that I did not, and I, I'm going to continue to say it. I did not understand really kind of what a prize Washington is viewed as in this entire situation. Now, Miss, you know, again, um, you've got it's a great academic institution. It's a top 50 academic institution. It's in a big, cool city. And it's also, excuse me, and it's also got a very rabid fan base right there. I believe, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but I do believe that one way or the other, they could end up in the Big Ten at a discounted rate. Washington in the Big Ten, to me, makes more sense than Washington in the Big 12. Although, to quote uh, Harry Dunn, I would say, or no, I would avoid Christmas. It's not a lot, partner. But yeah, go ahead, Sure. If you guys don't know Mike, he can literally recite Dumb and Dumber. Every single line in Dumb and Dumber I can recite. But yeah, but Washington really is a nice prize. I, and all. I, I, I took a tour of what I was at Washington <laughs> earlier this summer showing Aurora and saying, look, Aurora, I love you, but you're probably not going to get into this school. Right. <laughs> because, Is this when you were dodging geese? Yes. Right. Uh, but, I mean, it's a gorgeous school. It's very, very good academically. Uh, Oregon is not It's not on the same level as Washington. Please don't attack me for saying that. If I'm the Big Ten, I am very clearly prioritizing Washington over Oregon. And right. I don't need them together. If I can get Washington and then look around elsewhere for other schools that may be uh, a little more better, a little better academically than Oregon, uh, I'm doing it. I think Washington is that priority. Yes. So, and uh, Chris C says, can you quote any John Wayne movies? Only from Kevin Pompey. I think that's from like the man who shot Liberty, whatever his name was. Liberty Vance. Come on. Liberty, Liberty Vance or whatever his name was. Yes. Now, or Oregon, Oregon is interesting though. 
because Oregon, the Big Ten is actually as slow played Oregon. If you're Oregon, I have a hard time believing that you want to stick around in this conference right here. And obviously the Big 12 would gobble you up in a second. Also, on top of that, there's still an outside chance that you could get into the Big Ten as well. And what we're talking about with this Big Ten thing is look at it from this perspective. You're the Big Ten. You got this kind of money to throw out there. I mean, again, I know that they're going through some issues. Taking Oregon and Wash or Oregon and Washington or Washington and whoever at a discounted rate, you can do a lot worse than that year. Yeah, I mean the the thing. See, if I'm Oregon, I'm actually I, I disagree with you a little bit. If I'm Oregon, I'm staying in the Pac-12. You're back. You're back in the pack. All right. Let's see. Make the Here's case. Why. Here's why. Number one, you are in a position of power now within that conference. Right. Because now you're saying, look, you want to keep this conference together. We want some unequal revenue sharing. You're going to pay right. me a little bit more money. Right. And what matters to Oregon the most? Football. What easiest path can you have to making the college football playoff? To stay in a crappy Pac-12 and just run the table. Yeah, but if you if you got Utah still in there as well, then that's your Pac-12 championship every year, and then you go to the playoff. All right, I I thought this was a misprint at first. I don't know anything about Jackson State football. Um, and this is with I, all due, I do I know a lot. This is with all due respect to May Ann, who has asked many questions about Jackson State. Um, Arizona always had recruits, but the problem is other teams can as well. My question will be: Can Arizona out recruit Jackson State? I feel very comfortable in saying that Arizona can out-recruit Jackson State. Well, I have some breaking news for you here, Mike. Um, I, sources indicate to me that Deion Sanders has left Jackson State and has been hired at Colorado. Wait so, a second. So you mean to tell me that Dion wasn't recruiting off of his name or he or he wasn't recruiting off the Jackson State name? He was recruiting yeah. at – oh. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Jackson State recruits, but – Deion Sanders is indeed no longer the head coach there. Who's the coach at Jackson State? They promoted uh, someone. I don't remember. I'm looking it up. Either right way, now. I'm going to take what Jed Fish did. When they get a, if Jackson State gets a four star quarterback this cycle and a five star DN the next cycle, I'll apologize. PC Taylor. Oh, I don't know who that is. Uh, Jackson is they, May Arn is a, is a fake person reading this comment. Jackson State. Dude, she's trying to get Jackson State in the Pac 12. That's what, that's what these are. All right, May, come on, stop. Be better than come that. On, we, come we, on. We expect, come on. We expect, yes, what? we expect. That's the standard ASU, Mike. It's a fair question. All right. Better I'm band, be, Jackson State. Speaking of this, I'm going to be petty. I'm going to let you in on sheer, some of Sheer and myself's stupid conversations right here. But we are all, yes, getting Arizona to the Big 12 is our top priority, obviously. But I'm going to be honest with you, and I know some people don't like this. Leaving ASU in the Pac-12 is also my secondary priority right there, Sheer. And you agree. Uh, yeah, dude. You know how funny that would be? I mean, <laughs> it would also be kind of poetic justice, though. Uh, you know, the academic school that considers itself an academic school. Also, you're not really, you know, I'd like to see them stay back in the Pac-12. And we can still have the rivalry. We can play our out-of-conference game once a year. There's no problem with that. Am I allowed to curse? Can I say the S word? Yeah, sure. Uh, I always root for the biggest shit show possible, right? right? And right. to me, that's Arizona leaving, ASU staying, ASU being screwed over, more conference realignment. I want the biggest mess possible because it's super entertaining. But you can have ASU versus Arizona at a conference. Why not? We can, 
we can still make it work. Um, but I want to laugh at them in hindsight. You can have your 70 to seven billboards and we can be the ones saying you stayed in the pack. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm more than okay. I'm more than okay with that one. Um, also great question by Andre Barris. Where are Oregon state fans? Oh, we generally have about four or five Oregon state fans on this show that I've not seen lately. Sure. Have you been bothered by Oregon state fans? Here's, here, so did you read the Oregon State statement that came out that said, like, we're committed? To oh, yeah, they're in solidarity. Oregon State fans were furious because I go to all the, their message board. Their publisher was furious because why would you release that statement? Like, uh, what good does that do you? And so I think that right now we're not seeing as many Oregon State fans because they're pissed and they think their school messed up. And I actually, again... I have a soft spot in my heart now for Oregon State fans. For all the Big 12 people on there that didn't know. Um, uh, I'll take Oregon State over ASU. In the Big every, every single day of the week. And again, we didn't know there were Oregon State fans out there. We thought it was like SMU. We were absolutely wrong. There are Oregon State fans out there. And they deserve better than what they're getting, Sheer. 100%. They're, they're good people. They care about their team, their programs. I, uh, I I respect them. All right. We got people asking about Tony Altimore. All right. Let's talk about Tony. Tony will be on probably later this week at some point. Where are the Tony Baloney charts? I told Tony when he was putting out those disingenuous garbage charts <laughs> that didn't include basketball, that he might want to include basketball and to stop being a putz. So Tony went out there and actually put up one that included basketball. Tony, I give you credit for that. Uh, I respect Tony in the sense that he's he's unbanned some Arizona fans. Now, I know behind the scenes it's because he forced him to unban some Arizona fans. But I've been nice to Tony. And if he and I told you, if he if he starts going a little in the opposite direction, I'm going to put him back into place. But he did make up for it with the basketball charts. And we'll see. He's going to. But we both know if Arizona leaves. He's going to destroy Arizona. For, for sure. But, you know, Tony, you're going to get called out at that point if you do it. Also. Um, I get people asking me all the time, who is this Greg Swain? Here's the deal with Greg Swain. <laughs> he unblocked me last night, by the way. I'm still blocked. I have oh. no clue. I have never said anything bad about Greg Swain. And I am blocked. And he has followed and unfollowed me at least 15 times. And when I say at least 15 times, I mean that. So I'm blocked, but uh, I don't really know what to say because I never really said anything to him. Um, we both agree though, that MacGyver and Tony Altimore are better. Sure. Well, well, you go Mag- you'll go MacGyver's better. I think I love how you call him MacGyver. That's not even his name, but, uh, oh, it's MacGyver. I, uh, I think Swam is terrible. I mean, right. he, he's, he said that Arizona, if you look at his tweets, I'm not exaggerating. There's a tweet out there because people were putting it on the message board. He said like in July of 2022, Arizona was imminently leaving with the four corners. Yeah. I mean, so again, either way, that's who, uh, that's who Greg is. Had a couple people ask uh, that. Um, All right. Is he the chief of the big 12? No, no, no. He's much different than chief. I don't find he's not nearly as vile as chief. Yeah. Um, Bad angry guy. Yeah. But so, all right, next step, then we are going to know then what uh, I think we're going to know here very, very quickly. Again, there's a meeting tomorrow. I'll call you when I get off, but there's a meeting tomorrow where I think the numbers, whatever they are, will be presented. And this is basically going to be Klievkov's last chance to try to lure everybody back in and sell a rosy picture. Yeah, I think that, again, like this is it. I think tomorrow's it. And he may try to extend it, but this is playing out. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but 
This was playing out just like Colorado, where the mm -hmm. Colorado president said, show me the numbers. And everyone thought they were getting numbers last Thursday, and they didn't. And Colorado was gone. And when you so, think about it, when you think about it, though, for, and this is what I just keep coming back to. And again, man, I don't care about Jackson State. Um, but <laughs> I keep coming. I keep coming back to this, though. And it, that is such a slap in the face to Colorado because they publicly said we need to see numbers. And you're saying, nah, nah. Do you really need those numbers? Well, you know, at, at, at what point will you say, all right, there's not going to be any numbers. The other thing, too, we need to talk about this with the Pac-12 media deal is we've been doing this a while, Sheer. Whether it was the Big 12, whether it was the Big 10, whether it was the SEC, whatever the case is, when there are deals with major entities that are probably good for 300, 400, 500 million dollars, those things start leaking out. The reason they start leaking out is this. There's too many people involved and there's too much money involved. This isn't like the David Stern hiding the uh, Patrick Ewing draft uh, thing for the New York Knicks. There's way too many people involved here. So the fact that nobody has heard anything, I think, is another kind of telltale sign. You know who I talk to in terms of the, I talk to someone in terms of TV. Like I have a TV guy I talk to who doesn't mm -hmm. really know the schools. By the way, did you put in the good word for me? I did. Um it I actually just did. And he uh he doesn't he doesn't know where the deal's coming from. Like he has no idea. Um, you know, and, and the thing is like the the assumption is there is maybe, maybe it's Apple, but Apple wants a hundred percent and and it's gonna not gonna be for a lot of money. So how would a president my guess is that it's Apple and it's like twenty-three million dollars. I would guess that as well. And then it'll be uh, parried. Uh, it will be partnered with some fake incentives that aren't really, that will never really happen right there. And at that point too, it's up to the, I mean, listen, public, the public opinion is where it's at right now with this. And the public opinion for Arizona going to the big 12 is 100%. I mean, I don't know anybody outside of Sonos spike or whatever his name is that still wants to stay in the conference. Maybe there's a few, but I would say within the next 48 hours, we're going to know a lot more. By the way, Sheer, OGs. Let me ask yourself this. OGs. Um, sure, have you ever had OGs? Uh, no, but I need to get on it. All right, Sheer can't sleep, as you can tell. So here's the deal. The OGs lineup is stacked with the new, with the new, the fruits, the cream assorted packs, their sleep edition gummies, the strawberries and cream happy edition balance the lightweight mini ogs our pals and ogs most definitely have something for you we highly recommend you check them out uh, go to ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on their instagram at ogs brands you can find their products at your local dispensary must be 21 years or up to uh and enjoy responsibly all right also with the uh, i get a lot of people asking about the board of regents you obviously want to be on board with the board of regents but the Board of Regents, as Bobby Robbins has said, cannot stop a move from Arizona. Robbins has said that publicly. Yeah, I actually, I got in trouble, Mike. I, I emailed someone from the A Board and they told me I have to go through their communications. But I hope to talk to someone directly and get a quote from someone directly to confirm what you just said. Um, because it's it's getting annoying being asked about it, but I, I don't believe they have the. Why power don't you just go with Robin's quote? He's actually out there as he's. I know, but I I because no one reads it apparently. Like we're still getting asked the question, and Robin straight up said it doesn't matter. So I want right. a dang quote from the Arizona Board of Regents, who's right now in the committee on free expression, 
needed. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's, you know, that's kind of where we're at with that. Now, with the Big 12, then, before we uh, before we sign off here, the Big 12, we are all in mainly because we like sports. Sheer and I have wanted to go to the Big 12 for the longest time. And again, I totally understand that, uh, you know, the some of the non-revenue sports drawbacks, and I might get in, well, I won't get in trouble for this, I don't think. But again, they're also called non-revenue for a reason. I don't mean that as a pejorative. They'll still get to play. But basketball or football and basketball are what runs these decisions right here. That's why when somebody was trying to tell me that Stanford is the best athletic department in the country, well, the water polo isn't equal to football and basketball. It's just, you know, it's just the way it is. So, but from a fan perspective, Arizona in the Big 12 makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you I know, like. Yeah, I mean, there's no, you know where we stand. I mean, Chris asked right here, how much would the U of A get if they joined the Big 12? I can give you the exact number. Exact right number. Here. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it together. Do it at the same time on the count of three. On, But it's on three, not after three. Right. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. 31.7. 31.7 million. Sure, you butchered that like no other. <laughs> I did it. Sure, you didn't do exactly what you you didn't do what you, come on, you dude. Said three. All right, yeah, no, that is all that is my fault. By the way, Sheer, what kind of sunglasses are you rocking right now? Shady Rays. All right, that's what we like to hear right now. Shady Rays, exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized, not polarizing sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rate of five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, everybody. Uh, before we sign off, though, we got to go back to Arizona football real quick. Um, Huge, huge day for the Wildcats. You get Demond Williams, four-star kid out of Phoenix. Um, you want to be able to control the state when you can. This is a big get all the way around for Arizona Shear. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no reason to downplay it or no. I mean, it, it's a big pickup. Like in, in the fact that Arizona, again, remember, top players in state leave the state. So the right. fact that Arizona is able to get Elijah Rushing and Will Hyde and Demond Williams is a very big deal. It's a very big deal. All right, Sheer, where can they start? Where can they find you, Kaza? Uh, WildcatAuthority.com, at Jason Shear on Twitter, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with Shelby, and then the realignment streets with you, Mike. All right, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug my – oh, that sounds terrible every time I say that. <laughs> but – um, here's the deal. You should also, though, this is a great time to become a PHNX diehard. We're joining, we want to join the Big 12. We want to be with you. Become a diehard today. Check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership to receive exclusive contents, discount on events, merch, and access to all of our Discord chats. All kinds of fun stuff. Love to see you. All right. We got John Kurtz from Big 12 Country coming on tomorrow. Ryan Mitchell, to answer your question, yes. All right. So we will talk with all of you soon. Cord Lopez, uh, we didn't get a ton of basketball in. We didn't get any basketball in. That's on me. But we're off today. We're off. We'll be back tomorrow, 1230, talking more realignment. But for Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke, Jacob Franklin. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.